Welcome to the Restore Yourself Podcast. I am your host, and I go by the name of Timothy. (laughs) I have a nickname, which is Timothy Patrick. My given name is Timothy Waterman. Uh, For the purposes of this podcast, I like to say Timothy. (laughs) I am your host. I am the guide for this podcast adventure. (laughs) And one of my favorite ways to contribute to the world is as a channel and a spiritual guide, a metaphysical mentor, you could say, (laughs) helping people have personal breakthroughs in their life and their consciousness and their way of thinking and their way of feeling and therefore their way of showing up in the world because it's all related. It all comes full circle. (laughs) How we, what we believe, what we believe, the beliefs we've invested in creates our thoughts. It's a big creator of our thoughts. Our thoughts have a lot to do with how we feel. How we feel communicates out through our field, the field of energy that we are that's around our body. Uh, A lot of people believe that all that's real is what we can see, (laughs) meaning that just our body is real. However, our eyes can only perceive at a certain level of vibration. So our eyes cannot yet see this field of energy around us. Sometimes it's called an aura. Uh, Regardless, it's a field of energy. And it's the field of energy that's actually creating this body and holding this body together. It's focused energy uh, that's all around this body that's allowing this body to (laughs) stay in place the way it is, even though all of the atoms and molecules of our body are technically disappearing and reappearing (laughs) out of this reality like over and over and over and over again every second but you know that's getting down to the details (laughs) that's getting down to the details uh but yeah for the and so anyways uh getting back to the field so the field sends out a frequency to the rest of the universe to the rest of all that is and tells us what we believe about ourselves, you know, uh, what we believe we're worthy of. I mean, we are asking of this universe, of the, the of the creator source energy all the time. We're asking all the time in our thoughts. The key is, are we asking in a way that really aligns with our heart's deepest desires? And if we're not, you know, that's sometimes why we draw to us things that we're like, huh, why the heck did that show up in my life? Well, you know, it's evidence most likely of some kind of belief that we're still holding on to, and it's not right or wrong. It's simply letting us know, you know, the outside world is a mere reflection of our inner beliefs, the inner beliefs that we currently are invested in. And so the outside reality is like, hey, you know, this is what you're believing. This is what you're thinking about. This is how you're feeling. So you know, let me bring to you the perfect mirror of what your internal world currently looks like. And again, please don't feel any guilt or shame or feel bad in general about anything that shows up in your reality because none of it's right or wrong. It's just there's a, you know, there's a a plethora of experiences, (laughs) a whole lot of energy, a whole lot of different levels of consciousness to explore on earth and none of them are right or wrong. It's just as we explore different levels of consciousness, we 
determine what we prefer. <laughs> we determine what we prefer out of all the options of different levels of consciousness. And, you know, I think if you're listening to this podcast, I would have, I, you know, I, you know, I, I feel that you probably do like to feel good. <laughs> you want to lead a fulfilling life, an exciting life, an adventurous life, uh, a momentous life. Uh, you know, it doesn't always have to be momentous. You know, even the, even the what we call the everyday details can be momentous if we have the, you know, the right uh, frame of mind. So uh, if we're approaching it in a certain level of consciousness, all of it can be beautiful. All of it can be miraculous. Uh, literally all of it. It just matters the, the state of consciousness we're in as we go throughout our day-to-day and experience what we call the details. Um, you know, a flower, a bird can take your breath away depending on what state of consciousness you're in, literally. <laughs> and so all of that, you know, again, coming back to the field, you know, sends out the frequency. So one of the things I want to start talking about more on the podcast is our energetic field, or, you know, you might say our aura, and how important it is, because what we see with our eyes is not all there is. It's just a part of the picture, a part of the equation. And it's really important, the, you know, the energetic signature that our field is currently carrying in every moment and so that's why I feel it's really important to be aware of what we're thinking and how we're feeling throughout the day, not so that we can be like a, you know, micromanager perfectionist, but just so that we can be aware of where our energy tends to go and realize that we can harness it and focus it in a different direction if we want to be feeling better more often, because feeling better is a gift in and of itself. If we're feeling better, we can actually enjoy our life more of the time. And when we're feeling better, you know, we are sending out a certain frequency to, the uni- frequency to the universe of like, hey, you know, send me more things I'd enjoy, you know, send me more experiences, relationships, you know, it can be even gifts, you know, unexpected things showing up in our life for free, so to say, um, yeah, just given to us, donated to us, you know, there's so many possibilities. So to me, it's really beneficial to realize the power that we have to focus our energy throughout the day. And that's why I referred to this episode as stepping into the world of your soul's flow. Stepping into the world of your soul's flow. <laughs> what do I mean by that? Well, I'm sure you're aware, if you've been listening to this podcast, uh, any of the episodes before, <laughs> that I talk a lot about the mind, you know, programmed beliefs, beliefs that come from society, that come from previous generations of our our heritage, our ancestry, which also, you know, those beliefs tend to come a lot from the society back then, the culture back then. And, you know, a lot of them don't align with our true nature, our true nature of spirit. Because humanity has felt so isolated uh, in in the head, in the mind for so long, there's a lot of beliefs that have to do with forcing things in life, forcing things or being super defensive of our existence, being super defensive of our worth, being super defensive about kind of a lot of things about us and feeling that we're all alone in this world, 
you know, uh, the mind tends to feel like it's isolated. It has to fight for its existence. It has to figure this life thing out. And so from the level of the mind, it can be really confusing at times. It can be stressful at times. You know, it can be just perplexing at times. <laughs> and, you know, it's not, that's not to me the level of the soul's flow. The soul's flow aligns with life, aligns with nature. These bodies are an expression of nature. Literally, what holds these bodies together outside of our energetic field is the elements of physical energy that our field is drawing to us. So food, you know, food, produce, breads, you know, all of it, you know, all of it, everything we eat, our bodies taking what it can as building blocks for ourselves, for our organs, for our blood, for our brain, for all of it, you know. Obviously, all food comes from the earth. <laughs> Water comes from the earth, you know, also the atmosphere. And the air that we breathe is a part of earth's inner atmosphere. So these bodies are literally earth, and they are an expression of nature. And you may have noticed that nature tends to operate, <laughs> the rest of nature tends to operate in a different manner. Uh, when you look when you look at it compared to humanity, <laughs> nature seems to have this effortless. I mean, I don't even want to say seems. Nature, by my observation, has this effortless flow. This effortless flow. Everything's connected. Everything has this intelligently designed way of. You know, it has checks and balances. Everything supports everything else, and. You know, it's all in communication with each other. It just has a flow, you know. We we know when to expect the seasons, even though sometimes they're a little bit off. They're a little bit off these days, but we typically know when to expect the seasons. You know, we know how the water, <laughs> the water chain supplies and replenishes itself. It's like, you know, and when you look at a stream, it's just, it looks so effortless. It's just doing what a stream does. You know, everything is just flowing with ease, with grace. Nature is very calming, you know. Nature brings us back to our center, back to our core. And we are a part of that. We are a part of that. And that is what I have heard many, many times through various channeled messages, including messages that I've channeled through, that life is actually designed to operate with ease and grace. And we're a part of that because these bodies are nature. What I have settled on is to a big part of why we're here for me, what I've settled on for me is that we're here to learn how to create with energy in a more solid form, a more lasting form. The forms that we create with energy, because everything comes from the, the greater field, you know, the field of all that is, everything comes from that energy. That's the energy that sustains everything. So that could be called source energy, that could be called God, that could be called <clears throat> all that is, everything, you know, everything is sustained by that. And even the ideas that come, that we turn into material things, those ideas generate originally from the field. And there's just a flow. There's just an effortless flow. The ideas tend to come in when we're in a good feeling state. You know, the ideas that really change things in our lives or change things for humanity, like an invention, a lot of it has happened during a playful state. I mean, I've seen some quotes recently that talk about 
some great inventors, great inventors, and the ideas came through when they were just having a good time. <laughs> they were, you know, following their passion, just having a good time, doing something that they loved. And so our soul's flow, to me, aligns with just allowing things to flow in a way that feels more easy and effortless. We don't have to force things. We don't have to make things happen. We don't have to try and control outcomes. And what I would invite you to sit with or contemplate is just notice as you go throughout your day, are you forcing, you know, trying to force anything, trying to force anything at all? Is there something that you have planned for your day that's something that you can, you know, like you can give or take, add it or take away to your day uh, that you're trying to force yourself to do that just doesn't feel good in your body? Are you aware of your body's yeses and nos? Are you aware of your body saying, wait, hold off? The body is an extremely intelligent organism. It's an expression of nature. The head <laughs> kind of thinks it's independent and separate from everything else. You know, the head can do a lot of damage to people's bodies because it doesn't really consider the body when it's been conditioned by societal systems and patterns for so long, at least in my experience, and I've witnessed it in other people's experiences too. For instance, back in the day, uh, when I was a, a serious bodybuilder, like I really was committed to bodybuilding, I would like push my body and push my body because I wasn't connected to my body. I wasn't, I just saw my body as this thing that I could manipulate, <laughs> manipulate in terms of the shape that I wanted it to have. And I would push it and I would push it and I would push it in the gym. And it got to a point where I like literally threw my back out, I think, you know, at least once, maybe more than once. And because I was just pushing, 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 pushing. I didn't know how to listen to my body. I didn't know how to hear my body say stop. You know, I didn't know how to hear my body say rest. I didn't know how to hear my body say not right now. And so to me, if we're not listening, the body will act out at some point, you know, at some point. You know, a lot of people say when they get a cold, it's like, oh, this is my body telling me to slow down. I've been going too <laughs> been going too fast. I've been doing too much. So this cold is here to tell me to slow down and rest. Yeah, to me, that is one of the ways the body communicates with us. If we need to get a cold to get the memo, the body will do that. I mean, if you ask me. And so aligning with our soul's flow to me is just recognizing our energy our energy throughout the day is the mind pushing 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 is the mind in a rush is the mind constantly trying to figure things out from a state of stress from a state of panic from a state of overwhelm from a state of being triggered i've heard a lot of teachings about this and this really also resonates for me a, a good solution is not going to come from a state of stress panic overwhelm being severely triggered <laughs> I mean, I can speak from my experience. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had a good solution come from that state. It's always been a very stressed response, uh, stressed response, you know, kind of like a, a forced idea that typically just adds more stress to the situation. So can you be aware of your energy throughout the day? This is something I practiced all the time. I mean, literally every day, I'm constantly checking in with my energy. 
I'm constantly communicating to my body. This is something I've been working on for a while now. The bodybuilding uh, incidents, those were like 10 years ago, maybe a little bit more now. But I remember back then I did not listen to my body. And our soul is communicating through our body, through our intuition, through our heart. And that's the intelligence that, again, to me, is light. It's easy. It's not worried about anything. It's never in a rush. It doesn't need to defend itself. Because your soul knows who it is. Your soul knows it's a pure expression of source energy, of that intelligent, loving energy. <laughs> that holds everything together because it's all energy it's all energy it's very intelligent very loving energy and it's energy yeah your soul knows who you are so it doesn't need to defend itself it knows what's true about you and also knows that it's designed to work in harmony with everything else the rest of all that is the rest of all that is and so to me the soul and I experience my, my soul, if you will, my spirit in the center of my chest. That's where it feels like home to me. That's where it feels like my spirit or my soul enter this dimension uh, and communicate through my body. That's what feels like center. That's what feels like home for me. So yeah, I'm checking in with that all throughout the day. And if my body says no, I've learned how to be really good at listening if my body says not today, I've learned how to be really good at listening. I'll use the example of exercise again, because I've already brought up bodybuilding. Yeah, when I was heavy into bodybuilding, I was in the gym probably five, six days a week, sometimes for two, two and a half, maybe even three hours at a time, uh, constantly pushing my body, you know, to get bigger, to get bigger, to get bigger, to burn calories, all that jazz. And you know, I, I ended up with a lot of just complications from that, like constantly feeling sore. I wasn't stretching properly either. So constant, constantly feeling sore, tight, a lot of back stuff, um, you know, just and injuries, injuries. Now with exercise, I just check in with my body that day. Like what feels good to my body? What's the best way that I could move for that given day? A lot of times it's a walk outside. I take a good long walk. Other days it's dancing. <laughs> it's dancing for a good 30 or 40 minutes. And some days it's a combination. Sometimes I do a bit of weights with a, a walk at another part in the day. And sometimes I dance to warm up for the weights. <laughs> I check in. There's times where my body's like, man, we need to stretch. We need to stretch. And so I will... I've gotten better about listening and being like, okay, it's time to stretch. It's time to stretch. So I listen each day. I check in and I, I've learned not to push and to force things. Uh, you know, I have, you know, I still have goals, you could say, in terms of what I like in terms of like body appearance, but I'm not super, I'm not super like, <laughs> like this has to happen. <laughs> I'm not like, oh, it has to happen. It can't be any other way. I'm just like, I'm going to work out. I'm going to do what feels good. And a lot of times, so back when I was in the gym, like as I mentioned before, sometimes I would work out for two to three hours. There's days where I go and I, you know, I use the weights and it's like 20, 25 minutes. My body's like, okay, that's enough for today. 
that is enough for today. You don't need to push anymore. I'm like, okay. So I stop. <laughs> I stop because I've gotten really good at hearing my body go, okay, that's enough for today. Because again, the body is so intelligent. It knows about all the systems, how to create an optimal ecosystem for you to live in. So it knows how much exercise is good for it. Whereas the mind might be thinking about all these trainers, all these exercise routines, you know, and, you know, all of this mass consciousness that says you have to push, 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 go all the way. And if you stop anything short of what you said you were going to do, you know, of any goal you set, then you failed, you know, then you should feel bad about yourself. Oh, that is the old consciousness. That is the old consciousness. (laughs) That is, to me, the consciousness that is not aligned with nature. To me, being nature, which has a lot more to do with being in the body, is listening to this intelligent organism. So if you go downstairs and your mind's thinking, I'm going to work out for an hour, or wherever you go to work out, uh, if your mind's like, I'm going to work out for an hour, and 25 minutes in, your body's like, that's enough. My question is, do you trust your body? (laughs) Do you trust your body? And I'll also throw in that I'm very good at, again, hearing my body. I've been honing my intuition and my capacity to hear my body for a long time. In terms of what I eat, it's also intuitive. I don't have any strict dietary protocol. The times I eat every day are always different. I, I eat when I'm hungry. I drink when I'm thirsty. I tune into what my body wants. Sometimes it wants fresh food, you know, like produce. Sometimes it wants like a warm dish, you know, like oatmeal or pasta. I check in. I'm constantly checking in and asking my body, like, what feels good to you right now? And then I listen. So, yeah, exercise is a great example. It's a good place to see, like, do you have a habit of pushing yourself? Do you have a habit of forcing energy? And I share all this because what's been communicated to me through my channelings and a lot of the other channelings that I study, channelings that I feel really good about coming from other very uh, well-known channels, is that this is what we're moving back to, is rejoining nature to be in that ease and that effortless flow there's no longer going to be a need to push into force energy to try and make things happen by our will, make the things happen that we think should happen on the level of our mind, because our mind doesn't know best. Our mind's been operating from a paradigm of separation for a really long time. Our mind does not know what's best. Our heart does, if you ask me, because our heart's connected to our soul. That soul intelligence that does see the big picture the big, big picture of everything in existence, (laughs) how it's all related and connected and how everything impacts everything else. Literally, on an energetic level, everything impacts everything else all the time. Our soul intelligence is aware of that and helps us make choices from that big picture level, that big picture awareness. The mind has been living again, in a state of separation. And so it only, it believes that it's the only thing that matters. And it just, it sees from a very limited point of view. And so the decisions that come from the level of the mind based on that societal programming, that state of separation, don't tend to align to the highest and best good of all. Again, if you ask me, 
Because, you know, those mind-level choices can lead to a lot of drama. (laughs) Drama and sometimes just making situations more intense than they need to be. Uh, It's not to say it'll always be like that because of the awakening that's happening on Earth, because of the expansion of consciousness. Our mind, if you ask me, is going to find its way back to its intended place to be uh, a loving servant of our heart, to be the sidekick to our heart. (laughs) The heart will make the calls, the heart will make the decisions, and the mind will be there as a tool to, you know, you know, okay, my heart told me what to do. Okay, so now what are the actual steps? You know, (laughs) what are the actual steps? Do I need to make a call? Do I need to send an email? Do I need to take a trip? You know, (laughs) the mind, you know, can help lay things out and get things, get things going after the heart has given the clear direction If you ask me, that's how I feel it's designed to work. (laughs) And so, yeah, your soul's flow. To me, my soul's flow feels really easy, really light, really aware of the present moment, really aware of the present moment, and constantly listening to the intuition. You know, it it keeps a lot of things uh, open, stays open to possibilities each and every day, doesn't have all these hard and fast rules, uh, doesn't have these strict, strict guidelines that need to be adhered to no matter what. My soul is flexible. My soul stays open to the possibilities. My soul does what it enjoys. (laughs) My soul slows down and really enjoys each moment. For example, with meals, I've been really working to slow down and enjoy as many bites as possible without being up in my head thinking about something else, whether it's what I'll be doing next or just something that happened yesterday. Anytime I catch my mind drifting off while I'm eating, I do my best to bring my awareness back and really enjoy that meal, enjoy every single bite. I've been working to be really conscious while I brush my teeth or while I'm in the shower Uh, Because, you know, these routine things tend to be places that our mind can drift off, drift off easily. Because, you know, the mind's like, oh, I know how to do this. I know how to brush the teeth. So let me think about something else while this brushing thing is happening. (laughs) But that's an opportunity to be connected to the present moment, to be connected to your soul, to your intuition, and to really make the best of that practice. You know, taking care of our teeth is important. It's a very vital aspect of our body. It's, you know, how we start to break down our food, step one. So just really giving, like, loving attention to the process of brushing the teeth is just uh, a byproduct of being present, being in the moment, being really connected to what you're doing now. So I don't know if you can feel the energy, the energy of slowing down, energy of being present, the energy of listening to intuition, the energy of listening to the body. You know, it's it's a, a different way of being. And I speak from my own experience. It's a much different way of being. Because I've had that whole, like, rushing, 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 need to figure it out, need to operate from stress, need to operate from panic, need to operate from overwhelm. I've done that. Like, I have explored that. <laughs> and it's not something I enjoy. So... I continue each and every day to learn how to connect to my soul's flow, to stay open, 
to trust the energy, to trust where my intuition is leading me, to tune in for those yeses or those noes or those or, or those weights. You know, is it a, a wait? Is it not? Is it, is it a little getting tongue tied? Is it a not right now? <laughs> it's my intention to really be connected to that all day, every day, because life just feels better. And I really feel more connected to the present moment so much more of the time. And to me, it really is everything it's said to be being fully in the present moment, not being distracted, not be caught, not being caught up in thoughts about tomorrow or later today or what happened yesterday or what are they going to text me back, you know, not being lost in any of that, really being fully connected to the moment. To me, it's exciting. It's exciting. <laughs> it's bright. It's calm. It's centered. It's focused. It allows more joy to come into my being. So I that's one of the ways that I really practice being in my soul's flow. Is really throughout the day. Am I present? Am I present? Am I present? And of course, if I need to think about something again to plan steps or something like that, of course, I use my mind for that. You know, if, if I decide my body's saying, you know, go eat a couple apples, of course, I use my mind to, okay, I'm going to go open the fridge, I'm going to get the apples. <laughs> or if I'm going to record this podcast, you know, I'm okay, I'm going to go sit down, I'm going to open up Audacity, I'm going to get my microphone ready, you know, the mind is good for the, the actual playing out of things. And I let my heart decide. I listen to my heart for the, the steps. So... I hope that paints the picture of what I refer to as being in the soul's flow. And, you know, this is for you just to take in and to consider. Everything I offer is always on a take-it-or-leave-it basis. But what would it look like if you tuned into your energy, the energy of your body, the energy of your intuition, wherever you feel your soul uh, really speaks to you in your body? What would it be like if you started asking that questions throughout the day if you started tuning in and feeling from your body on all in terms of all the decisions that you make throughout the day including how you spend your time what would that look like for you and where might it take you maybe it could take you to more calm more ease more being in the moment more loving life right now more allowing joy to come into your being and therefore your body what might it look like for you? You get to decide if you want to <laughs> play around with or implement anything I've talked about today. Again, it's always take it or leave it. But I got to tell you, it's working for me. It's working for me and my my mind is becoming even more calm than it was from years of meditation. I still meditate and this practice of really doing my best to be present as much as possible throughout the day is allowing my mind to be even calmer. <laughs> it's pretty great. And I get more out of the day. I get more out of the moment. I get more enjoyment. I feel more calm. I feel more at ease. <laughs> so that's what following my soul's flow looks like and feels like for me. So I'm offering it up. Maybe this interests you. <laughs> if it does, hey, some things to take into consideration. So that's what I got for today. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. If uh, if you want to connect with me further, if you want to have a chat <laughs> about how I help people, because this is one of the big things that I do, 
I help people learn how to connect to more of their heart intelligence, which you could also call the soul. To me, it's kind of inter interchangeable. To me, it all comes through the heart intelligence. If you want to know how I help people connect to their heart, hear more of their own answers, yeah, feel free to reach out. <laughs> that is one of the ways that I help people. Uh, I do channeled readings, one-to-one -one channeled readings for people. So I, that involves me going into my heart intelligence, really deeply connecting to my heart intelligence because my heart is connected to universal intelligence. And I just help people create more clarity within themselves. You know, I help people get more connected to <laughs> the simplicity of life, you know, the basic simplicity of life, which to me is a, a gateway to more joy. So I have the, the channeled readings, and then I also do personal breakthrough coaching, uh, you know, helping people really look at their beliefs and their ways of thinking, which has a huge impact in their life, every area, every area of their life. So we look at the beliefs that may not be working, you know, may no longer be working, and then <laughs> we talk about a new way of thinking, uh, a breakthrough, a breakthrough way of thinking, because new thoughts tend to lead to new actions, and new actions tend to lead to new results. So <laughs> that's why I call it personal breakthrough coaching or personal breakthrough guidance. So if any of that sounds interesting to you, please feel free to reach out. My email address will be in the show notes. I'll also spell it out real quick. It is coachtimothy at runbox.com. That's R-U-N, like the word run, B-O-X, like the word box.com, coachtimothy at runbox.com, and you will also find it in the show notes. So that's what I got for today. Thank you so much for listening, and I, uh, I look forward to seeing you on a future podcast. <laughs> I won't really be able to see you, but you know what I mean. Uh, we'll be connected in an energetic way because the podcast will be out there. You'll be hearing what I shared, so you get what I mean. Thanks again for listening. Much love, many blessings, and I'm sending the best for the rest of your day today. Be well.